Halofa, Kyora, Kyorana, Tatukatoto. Welcome to my podcast. My name is Asia, and I just wanted to let you know that I'm probably going to be doing all of my podcasts in ASMR. So, if you have a problem with that, you should probably not listen, because I really don't give a shit. Um, I also wanted to mention that nothing that I talk about in these podcasts, well, maybe not nothing, but very little of it is going to be related to current events or drama going on in the community. Like, I will actually just be talking about things that interest me. So again, if you have a problem with that, you should probably just fuck off and go and sort that out because it's my fucking podcast and I'll talk about whatever I want in particular something that has really actually changed my perspective on life is spirituality. Now don't get confused because I don't mean religion. Sure, it pertains to religion. But I'm really talking about spirituality. And another disclaimer for anyone listening who is part of a monotheistic religion, um, I'm probably not going to say a lot of nice things about it. I'm going to try not to throw a lot of hate around because that's not really what the discussion is about. But I will probably be talking about my personal views on monotheism. And I guess the reason why I turned away from those kinds of beliefs or belief systems In particular today, I guess, I wanted to touch on shamanism, which I really, like, only started to research and, like, learn more about on a deeper level last year. Before that, 
I was raised in various monotheistic religions, so I totally get that the majority of the world is immersed in that kind of thinking. But part of me has always wondered if that's really enough. Is it really enough to believe that there is some man in the sky who's orchestrating everything? That he has a list of commands that we either obey or don't and the consequences of which will either give us everlasting paradise or <laughs> eternal damnation. Yes, Christianity, I'm looking at you. I mean, that never really sat right with me. Even in other more progressive monotheistic religions like the Baha'i faith, which is what I was raised on for the most part. Um, they don't believe in a hell. They don't believe in segregation or damnation of any other religion. But it still wasn't enough for me. It was helpful, definitely. I feel so lucky that if I had to be taught something from childhood that it was that specific religion as opposed to others because it taught me to be a lot more open-minded and to actually actively seek out my own answers. And of most of the religions that I've been in, it's the one where I've met the most kind and loving and open people. So no shade to the Baha'i religion, it was really great. I definitely learned a lot, but even then it just, it just wasn't enough. And then last year I took, wait, was it even last year? No, holy shit. It's 2019 right now. So it wasn't last year, it was actually 20. 2018? Hmm. Maybe more. Shit, it could have either. No, no. It was 2017. It was the end of 2017. Right? Yeah. End of 2017, I took an anthropology class. The second beginner class at my university 
in that particular subject, I guess. And we were learning about religion and the origins of religion. And at first we kind of touched on pagan religions, I guess, if you wanted to like group them all very loosely, as most monotheistic religions encourage us to do. And like I'd always had like a very vague, very uneducated inkling of what shamanism was. Like, you know, they're in movies, they're in cartoons, they're in books, um, medicine men or tribal spiritual leaders. Um, so I was aware of shamans and their existence, but I really didn't know that much about them. And I wish we could have gone more in depth in uni, like maybe if I had stuck with the course in the future. There may have been a class that went more in depth into shamanism specifically, but either way, what we did learn, what we did read, was really, really interesting. And it encouraged me to really, like, look into it more, to just learn more about it, because I felt like maybe, maybe I was onto something. And while I was kind of thinking about that a little bit more deeply, I remember going to my favorite um, secondhand bookstore in the city, and it's so cute. It's like every kid's dream of what their library could be like. Like secret rooms and just like a really small space, but filled like ceiling to floor with shelves and shelves of books and every available surface just covered with books it's my favorite bookshop definitely and I remember going in there and just perusing the magic and mythological section because I am interested in that shit and I remember finding the book that is kind of like my version of a Bible right now. It's like a introductory lesson because well series of lessons into shamanism and understanding the basics of shamanism. It's a fabulous book. called Earth Magic, Ancient Shamanic Wisdom for Healing Yourself, Others, and the Planet, and it was authored by Stephen D. Farmer. It's such a good book, 
and there is something so spiritual or mystical about it that like I just have not been able to finish it and I know none of you know me so you couldn't know that I'm the type of person that will usually finish a book I like in like two hours because I love it so much and I read very fast but it's like every time I progress to a new part of this book that just blows my mind I feel an urge to go back and read it again just to make sure that I didn't miss anything and that I really have a deep enough understanding of the things that were already spoken about and so even though I've had this book for about two years probably a year and a half I just, I haven't been able to finish it. Hopefully that'll happen, hopefully I'll be ready at some point soon. But anyway, this book has taught me what very little I do know about shamanism, and even that is enough to enthrall my soul, like, ugh. It just clicks, everything just fits, it makes perfect sense. And I guess if anyone was ever to really take like a, like anything from this discussion that I'm gonna have about shamanism, that I'm having about shamanism, because I know I just spoke for like 14 minutes on like introductory shit that's probably really boring. I'm sorry. But if you take anything from this discussion about shamanism, it's that shamanism has a very basic belief in well, it's that we're all connected. That's the most basic of basics, it's just that. Everything is connected. Like, we are one with everything. alive or dead and this book really goes into such like deep discussion about where that type of thinking comes from like it even it even it even has like scientific findings that support everything that they talk about it's honestly insane <laughs> But the premise is that we are one. Like you are yourself, your individual experience, but you're also everything else and you're connected to everything. 
it's not just, it's not just, like it's not only on a spiritual level, it's on a very physical level. And I'll definitely talk about that more at another time, maybe later, but probably another time. Like about the complexity of it all. But it all comes down to this one simple fact. <laughs> if I am even brave enough to use that word. That we're all connected. Like on a spiritual and physical level. And if you're not really spiritually inclined, then you really won't get anything about what I'm saying at all. And that's okay. You can just toddle off and I really won't care. Or you could just keep listening to the sound of my voice and maybe that'll do something for you. But for me, like, I've always felt a very deep connection to, to non-human animals. Like even, even some plants, like I just felt like a specific mountain or a specific tree it was just too special to just be that like there was just a sense of majesty like there was something going on that I couldn't really explain or define or complicate like I just intrinsically like I just knew that was a feeling that I had so much more strongly for animals and like more so than even humans like extremely so I mean I consider myself uh, like a bipolar misanthrope for the most part I really don't care if people die and like, I used to think maybe that made me a horrible person, like a sociopath or some shit. But then, like, if animals were to die or to get hurt, and I was in the vicinity, like, I would flip my shit. Like, I would go into full-on hysterics, and it would hurt me so much, like, from childhood. I hated it. I hated the fact that any non-human was suffering. Like where I grew up, we had wild chickens. And if you've ever been around wild chickens, like around breeding time, most, I don't know, there weren't really any seasons where I grew up either. But when the babies came around, there would always be some that were left or that just couldn't keep up, got too tired, or got left behind in some way. And at sunset, the mother hens would always take their babies back to the nest. <sighs> to keep them safe from the night, and the ones who were left behind would always be screaming. Every sunset, they'd be screaming for their mom. And I would always try to 
like adopt them like like raise them and honestly like none of them really survived there were a few that we kept alive long enough but they died for really weird reasons like no i don't want to talk about it but like there were there were weird reasons they grew up to a certain age and then they didn't but most of the little babies because i was useless and my mom was useless and everyone around me was useless as to how to like keep a baby chick alive they all died and it would break my heart every single time i would cry and dig them a grave and say prayers and cry and be depressed for days afterwards and then I'd get another one and my mom would be like well you know what's gonna happen and I didn't care I just wanted them to feel love I just wanted them to know that someone cared even if I was doing everything wrong I felt so horrible but it would never stop me from trying to save them and yet like when people like people that were close to me died I didn't really feel any of that any of that inner pain that suffering inside like when people died, I was just like, oh, well, they're gone now. But I didn't break down. Probably because a lot of the people that died in my childhood, and there were a lot, most of them suffered a lot before they died. So probably I just thought like, oh, well, at least they're not hurting anymore. They can be happier wherever they are <laughs> and I never really felt like a loss of them like I always felt that they weren't gonna leave me even if I couldn't talk to them or if I couldn't see them anymore like I, I knew that they were still close they were still watching over me So it didn't really, it didn't hurt at all. I, I still, like, have feelings. Like, I can feel my grandma around. Sometimes I dream of my grandpa. And my grandma. And shamanism believes in... And your ancestors still being there. Like, spiritually. still watching over you in the spirit realm although that's not really what I was trying to talk about I was trying to talk about how I believed in that all of that stuff from a very young age even though all of the monotheistic religion and science-based education kind of tried to tell me not to believe in any of that and like no shade on science, you know, but I do feel like it is a type of religion 
and that if it cannot be proven by science then it does not exist and I just feel like that's such a limited way of looking at the world it's like the extreme opposite of what religion is which is monotheistic religion sorry which is another very extreme way of looking at the world and neither of them are completely correct you know like you shouldn't blindly believe that there is someone out there and that there's a heaven and hell or whatever and conform to those rules solely so that you don't suffer but on the flip side you also shouldn't like completely convince yourself that they don't exist either or that there isn't something greater a greater creator than random chance it's like both of them aren't the full picture whereas shamanism brings me closer to a believable balance in those two things but both monotheistic religion and science convinced me from childhood that those things weren't real, that the metaphysical wasn't really like measurable or like quantifiable I don't know actually, like now that I think about it I don't even know what the word metaphysical means so I could have just been, you know talking out my ass just then, but if it makes sense, just roll with it and pretend I'm smart. Mm, but I guess, like really, what I'm trying to say is that shamanism was just the right fit for me and the beliefs and morals that I had from childhood, really. Like I'd always believed that there was more to non-human animals than just being companionship or food like there was way more to them than that and if you are even an inkling of self-aware like when you look into an animal's eyes you can see their soul Like it's, it's, it's irrefutable even if you can't scientifically explain that feeling and that knowing deep inside. That when you're looking into an animal's eyes that they have a spirit. So like because of that connection that I always had to them, something just never felt right about monotheistic religion, which kind of, like some religions, encourage protection of certain animals, or like said that we should be kind to them, but never really saw them 
as souls or as people, like as as kindred spirits, like they were always something to be dehumanized, to be set on a lower bar so that we'd feel less guilty. Like that's just my take on it and that's really what I think. So it made it easier for us to kill them, for us to domesticate them, to take away their freedoms. religions kind of told us that yeah they 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 aren't souls they aren't people they aren't worthy of respect and consideration and attention and true acknowledgement like we're always supposed to just treat them as objects And yeah, I conformed because I was stupid and malleable. But I grew a brain. I grew a heart. And I learned better. I learned that I was right to question those things. Now, like, on the other hand, science did pretty much the same thing, just made them objects that we could dissect and use to research. Even now, society considers non-humans property. Even conservationists, to some degree, consider the animals that they protect to be property, something belonging to humanity that we can't let die out for our children. And it's like, well, you shouldn't just want to let them die because they're people. I mean, I'm just going to like quickly touch on this. Um, I'm not anti-death. I believe in the grand plan and the cycle of life and death that everything that lives is meant to die. I don't believe that's the natural order of things, that's how it should go. What I don't believe in is torture, or like unnecessary torment, and causing other living things pain unnecessarily, just for pleasure, like not even for necessity. I just, it's so sadistic and cruel and honestly what I consider a sociopath to be like someone who cannot empathize with that is the equivalent of a monster to me like all of these feelings have been slowly building in me and like various ideas have been 
introduced to me over the years to the point where I was finally ready to actually learn about shamanism and what it means and like once I started digging deeper uh, it made me feel so happy on a level that I can't even really describe it's like my soul was high if you guys can feel that, if you can feel your spirit, it's like something that's a part of you that sets your cells on fire, but it's also something separate from this physical body. And I know it's odd that I'm using like nerves and feelings to describe this, but like I just feel satisfied and yet hungry for more, like hungry to learn more and to reconnect with everything. all because I read this part of this book about shamanism and all of it just made so much sense. Like how animals do have souls and everything is connected and that when we die we become everything. Like our body decomposes and it sustenance for the earth and I know you guys have all heard the circle of life story whether it be from Lion King or uh, any other reference but like that, that, that concept is, is so true it's just like it shouldn't be a reason to like excuse torture that's definitely not what I mean here like I'm not saying factory farming is okay because it's not just because things die like it just that's just not what I'm saying or what I believe in but like the fact that people die the death isn't really like something to be afraid of and I'm also not saying that people shouldn't live their lives to the fullest in fact that's definitely what I'm saying like because you're gonna die and that's gonna happen you shouldn't be afraid to live because at the same time you shouldn't be afraid to die like death is gonna happen but none of us really know when so until then like like any living organism you should just live this experience as hard as you can and then when you die just return to the earth and just return to the oneness of being a part of everything again and feeling that connection without any barriers I feel like especially in society today like we do have a lot of barriers specifically between us and nature 
and us and each other. When originally, originally, like as apex predators, as those who are at the top of the food chain, like it was our job to be the bridge, to connect to nature and to communicate with it, to protect it and in return nature would communicate with us, to, it would protect us. It would provide for us. And in lowering those barriers between nature, like it makes sense, right, that humans would have had to lower their barriers with each other as well, like, to be able to be free and to be, to be safe and to, to let your problems out and share the burden with everyone in the community and to heal and, like, none of that really happens anymore. Honestly, do credit that a lot, like that, um, that separation between people, I credit that to a lot of monotheistic religion and, like, other very human emotions that just separated us and kept us apart from each other and kind of forced us to see people as like separate groups, them and us, like separate entities when we're meant to be connected. And that has only grown like over time. It's just gotten worse and worse. We're completely out of balance. And in being out of balance, like ourselves, as a society, as a population, we've set the entire world that we live in in complete unbalance. And like, of course, like, you know, it starts with you, like, yourself. Balancing yourself. But that doesn't mean that you have to do it by yourself. It's, it's about making the connections. Asking for healing, asking for guidance, asking for help. Because you just, you can't do it on your own. 
it's just that's the most conceited way of thinking right like to believe that you can fix all the problems alone you only come with a specific skill set and yes you can expand on them and build and learn more of course but you're never going to be able to fix all of the problems yourself especially those that you have on your own so like another teaching that I got from shamanism is to like yeah to just not depend on yourself it's okay to reach out and connect with people and I mean people in in my sense like not just humans like I mean anyone that you feel comfortable with whether it be human or not human like like I really don't care about the hippie stereotypes like when I feel really really stressed I go out and I hug a tree or I sit down and cuddle my cat well, she's not mine I don't like like that possessiveness but she's my friend and I'll talk to her and I'll draw from her and share my energy and share my feelings and ask for help and it honestly feels so much better and like you know there are there are people who can draw these from like these feelings from from herbs from from crystals from the ocean like you know whatever it is that you feel already a strong bond to like open yourself up to the connection I swear it'll feel a lot better like I learned that shit from, from shamanism even though I understood it on like a subconscious level or a spiritual level I don't know if they're different <laughs> like shamanism really put it into a comprehensible book <laughs> well at least this dude did and honestly if you care to learn more about it I highly recommend looking for it because it's such a great book right now I'm talking about a lot of very vague things because I don't really know this is my first podcast and I don't really know how to go about it so I've kind of just been rambling and just talking shit about shamanism really like about why I like it why it worked for me but like if you really want to get into the nitty-gritty like this book is so good at just giving your first baby steps just leading you to the path like there are so many aspects to shamanism because it talks about the connections between everything so of course it's extremely massive and complex but 
It's also like the most simple realization that I've made anyway. just like it was like reading it and it felt like everything that I was reading was just so obvious and having someone else like reaffirm that it felt so good it's like that makes so much sense oh my god this podcast here because it's been like 45 minutes and right now I don't really have anything else to say that I probably haven't repeated 5,000 times already like maybe in the future I'll plan it a little bit more so I can talk about like a specific part of shamanism like the only theme that I really like went over was the core theme of connectivity between everything but like you know there's a spiritual side that I have yet to to go through and like the role of a shaman in human society and in non-human society just the connection to the earth and spirit guides and healing rituals and pardon me like the um like the causes of dissension in our lives I mean I've touched a little bit on that because again everything's connected right but like I'll definitely plan it better next time I was just giving it a go, seeing how it went, and like I guess giving a very basic, very vague, very wishy-washy, unplanned introduction into shamanism. So, yeah, I think I'll, I'll. off now and I'll leave you guys with that hopefully it got you intrigued and maybe like wanting to learn more about it or at least consider it Um, if it's not your cup of tea you know I don't care do whatever you want you will anyway but if it like something like resonated with something inside you then you know like hit me up maybe we can talk about it Um, I'm always keen to talk about it more and just uh, like learn about other people's experiences and if you're someone like a shaman practitioner or 
someone who knows more about it than just like my entry-level shit, I would really like to talk to you about it because it is so freaking awesome. Like it's so cool. I want to know more. But um, yeah. Thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed my random ASMR voice. Honestly, I don't. If I'm doing it right, because again, this is my first time doing all of this, but you know, if you liked it, hit me up. We'll have a yarn. <laughs> and yeah, I hope I hope it did something positive for you. Okay. Kaki te ano. Talk to you next time.